0: In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When I hear this gospel reading, I cannot help but think of my Sunday school teacher pulling out a jar of teeny tiny mustard seeds, pouring them into her hand for us to see, and then pointing to a picture on the wall of a ginormous tree with all sorts of birds flying around it. The wonder of something so small that contains all that is necessary to be transformed into something so big and so life-giving has been and continues to be a staple of the hope that I have, that we have, as Christians, in the capacity of God's love to transform our world. And while the simplicity of that image is helpful in thinking about the wonder of the kingdom of heaven, there's actually a good bit of meaning that can be missed when we don't take into consideration the historical context and realities of the parable of the mustard seed, as well as the parables of the leaven, the treasure, and the pearl. Jesus used these things, these people, and these parables to make a very important point about where the kingdom of heaven is and how it is being made manifest in our world. What is likely lost on most of us is that mustard in Jesus' time was thought of as a weed, a shrub bush that would consume valuable garden space. Because of that, farmers would likely weed it out and burn it up, rather than intentionally sow it into their field. But here, Jesus compares God's kingdom, God's empire, to a weed, a worthless and pesky thing, but a thing that is able to grow from something almost undetectable into something grand and life-giving, a place where the birds of the air can find shelter. Now yeast, in Jesus' time, was created by leaving out some leftover bread to spoil and create leaven for future baking, but making yeast was tricky because if you didn't leave it out long enough, it wouldn't work, and if you left it out too long, you might get food poisoning. It's also important to remember that yeast is the agent which causes those things that are dead to bloat and to rot and it was and is the substance that is removed from households in preparation for Passover. Contrary to modern assumption, it was therefore thought of as something evil or unclean. But even given this, the woman in Jesus' parable uses more than what was needed for cooking just a normal loaf of bread, and instead uses so much flour and so much yeast— that enough bread would have been there to host a wedding feast. In this parable, Jesus uses a substance that was thought of as evil and unclean in order to illustrate in human and earthly terms that the kingdom of heaven has been and continues to be folded into, mixed into the fabric, the flower of our day-to-day lives and is indeed rising up from within. And if using weeds and yeast isn't enough to prove his point, Jesus lifts up rather two rather suspicious characters in his description of the kingdom of heaven. He describes a guy who discovers treasure in someone else's field, keeps that knowledge to himself, sells all of his things, buys the field, and then keeps the treasure to himself. Some might say that Jesus is raising up a trespasser and a thief, and his parable. And if that isn't shocking enough, Jesus goes on to tell a story of a merchant who sells everything he has to buy a valuable pearl. And while the merchant's actions are perfectly acceptable, merchants themselves were thought of as somewhat shady and untrustworthy business people whose motives were always questioned. Taking all of this together, Jesus is making some very important points about where the kingdom of God is being made manifest and through whom it is being made manifest. Rather than using abstract people or objects to describe the kingdom, Jesus uses everyday pesky, suspect, and even unclean things to talk about the presence and the precious nature of the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is describing a kingdom that is as near to us as the weeds in our gardens and fields and the yeast in our cabinets. The kingdom of heaven is indeed in the big and flashy moments of our lives, but it is also in, as one scholar writes, every nook and cranny of daily life, from kneading dough to plowing fields. But there is more than just this profound reminder, because Jesus is saying that God uses those normal everyday things, the weeds, the unclean leaven, the thieves, and the shady business people, to bring the kingdom of heaven more and more and more near to us. God can use anything or anyone to make manifest the kingdom of God's love, because nothing is beyond the love of God. Nothing is beyond the grace of God. Nothing is beyond the redemption of God. Nothing in this world is irredeemable. Not you, not me, and not our worst enemy. Theologian Talitha Arnold writes, if God can use mustard seed and corrupt leaven to grow the kingdom, Imagine what God can do with you. Abundance from the smallest of things, miraculous transformations from trash bush to tree of life, from corrupt leaven to bread enough to feed multitudes. God's kingdom is like that. These parables give us the hope and the, and the assurance that in the end, just like all of the fish of every kind caught up in the net of Jesus's final parable, we, too, will be caught up in the net of the kingdom of heaven. But instead of some fish or some people being thrown out and into the furnace of fire, those corrupting and not-so-good parts of ourselves and parts of the world, those things that keep us from God and from one another, instead of those things being thrown out, They will be transformed into things that can and will make God's kingdom manifest. Our world is not perfect, and neither are we. But God uses each and every single part of this world, each and every single part of us, to make the kingdom of heaven more and more tangible, more and more manifest here on earth so that the kingdom is as close to us as our next breath, as close to us as the stirrings and the longings of our hearts. Because I am convinced, just as Paul is convinced, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor weed, nor thief, nor yeast, nor merchant, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thanks be to God for that.